I'm John DiLiberto, and you're hearing the Echoes podcast from PRX. Today, I've got a rock refugee, one of those musicians who has built his career in rock music, but then heads out on an instrumental path that is more Wyndham Hill than rock and roll. His name is Greg Leischer, and for the last 33 years or so, he's been the lead guitarist in the bands Camper Van Beethoven and Monks of Doom. But on his third solo album, he takes a different, more contemplative turn. It's almost like there's what people know me as, as far as, you know, what I'm associated with in the public and what I do. And then there's the private me or, you know, the music I listen to and stuff. And a lot of times that doesn't always connect, you know. So I listen to a lot of different styles of music. And a lot of these styles, you know, have nothing to do with the bands that I'm in and that I uh, perform with. That's Greg Leischer. His new album is Songs from the Imperial Garden, and it sounds a lot like that title. I'll be talking to him in a few seconds in the Echoes podcast. Do you have the Echoes app? If you did, you could be listening to this podcast right there, as well as live concert streams from Echoes artists. And if you subscribe to Echoes Online, you could get all 10 hours of Echoes radio broadcast on demand, as well as narration-free streams. Get the music you want at Echoes Online. Just go to echoes.com. Org. And now, let's take a listen to a rock refugee, Greg Leischer. Back in the 1980s and 90s, a lot of rock musicians started doing instrumental albums. It was one of the consequences of a new age music which gave a lot of them an outlet for a different sound than four on the floor rhythms, power chords, and lyrical songs. Patrick O'Hearn of Missing Persons, Andy Summers of Police, and Robin Guthrie of the Cocteau Twins are among the many who have made the move. Add Greg Leischer to that list. He's been the lead guitarist of the alt-rock band Camper Van Beethoven since the mid-1980s and is also in Monks of Doom. Now he has an all-instrumental album called Songs from the Imperial Garden. Leischer is sitting in his home studio in Santa Cruz at a time he'd usually be preparing for a tour with Camper Van Beethoven. Um, well, you know, I uh, it's been a hard time, you know, basically I'm just locked down in place and um, basically I've been focusing on a lot of music and trying to write because actually I have a whole nother record I'm trying to finish, <laughs> number five. Well, before we get to solo record five, let's go back to solo record three, Songs from the Imperial Garden, which was released in early 2020. It's a different context for the guitarist. Now in his mid-50s, he's got a long career playing music like this. He's got an 18-year-old angel, and she's all dressed in black. He's got 15 bibles of cocaine. 
That's Camper Van Beethoven. Songs from the Imperial Garden is different. It's almost like there's what people know me as, as far as you know what I'm associated with in the public and what I do, and then there's the private me or you know the music I listen to and stuff. And a lot of times that doesn't always connect, you know. So I listen to a lot of different styles of music. You know, I listen to a lot of jazz. I'm a big Brian Eno fan. I like a lot of different styles of music. And a lot of these styles, you know, have nothing to do with the bands that I'm in and that I perform with. also hear a lot of Wyndham Hill influence in the fingerstyle guitar playing of Leischer. Yeah, I could see that, you know, just with the acoustic guitars and all the finger-picking stuff. I'd thought of that before, some kind of Michael Hedges-sounding influence stuff. But like a lot of musicians with hip pedigree, Leischer doesn't want to be called New Age. I don't know, sometimes the Wyndham Hill stuff kind of borders on New Age and stuff, and I'm not, I just... I don't know. Sometimes I, I don't like that label. I'm not a big fan of New Age music, personally. He'd rather cite other sources for his sound. A lot of that finger-picking and stuff on the record, I see more directly related to stuff like Richard Thompson or Fairport or like British folk and stuff like that. For what it's worth, all those musicians' Leisha sites are also the influences on Wyndham Hill guitars like Will Ackerman, Alex Degrassi, and Michael Hedges. They seem to have arrived at a similar place. Songs from the Imperial Garden came at a dark time for Leischer, right after his second solo album, Trains Change, in 2007. My father passed away in 2008, and uh, that was a big life-changing moment for me. I I really started digging into my art much more, and started focusing much more, and um, that's where, like, the idea... um, Kind of just doing this instrumental record was a lot of experimenting, a lot of different styles on the record. He began rummaging through old cassette demo tapes. I would say since like maybe 83 uh, or 84, I've always had four-track cassette recorders. For years, I was doing just demos on four-track cassette recorders. And when I had the idea to do this record, what I did is I went back and listened to everything you know, there's maybe like four, five, six hours of music. And I just went through and listened to all these different demos I had done. And I basically collected a kind of a playlist of everything I thought would sound good together as part of the same group. 
Working with Camper Van Beethoven and Monks of Doom guitarist David Immergluck, he began re-recording and reworking these demos. It's an acoustic-based outing for this rock guitarist. I'd gotten a new acoustic guitar maybe five years before I started recording this record, or some years back before I started recording this. got a new Martin D28. Kind of wanted to start riding with it. I started doing a lot of finger picking, kind of put me in a different direction. of influences on the album as Celtic, folk, and a bit of world music. The title comes from better-than-Ezra drummer Michael Jerome, who played on the recording. He listened to it, and he said something. He said, I love this record you made. So happy to be a part of it. Musically, it reminds me of a kind of like a medieval King Crimson, you know? So something in that, along those lines, you know? He said something like Baroque or medieval or... And somehow that's kind of where I started getting this idea for something imperial, something royal, more along the lines of Britain, you know, British, royal, garden, that type of stuff. on songs from the Imperial Garden are highly evocative and so are the titles. One that intrigued me was Memories of a Childhood Actor. I looked them up on IMDb and couldn't find any film reference for Greg Leischer. Nope. Purely fictional. That was another interesting thing. We'd finished this record and I was used to like, you know, writing songs that had lyrics, you know, and the titles... Are, you know, they come so easy. They're so self-explanatory because you have lyrics and stuff like that. But I'd never done an instrumental record before. And to be honest with you, it was like when I came, when it came time to like title these tracks, it was kind of like, where am I, where am I going to pull these ideas out of? Yeah, exactly. So it was funny. It, it took me, uh, it took me a little longer to, um, it took me a little longer to kind of like, come up with these ideas, you know. song titled Block that Leisha mentioned also affected the release of the album. 
You may have noted some incongruency in the dates I've tossed out about the creation of songs from the Imperial Garden. There's a reason for that. Uh, yes. But what I'm about to reveal to you is something I haven't really told a lot of people. But I will tell you this, is that um, actually, I started the recording for this record with David Amergluck officially in 2010. And we mastered it in 2012. <laughs> Why did it take so long to come out? First, there were the aforementioned titles. You know, if you talk to David Amergluck, in all honesty, he was cracking the whip. He was just like, where are the song titles for this record? Let's get this record out. I'm waiting for song titles. Where's the title of the record? Then there was the artwork. I was struggling with artwork. I was bouncing back and forth between different people, trying to get ideas that I thought would make a great cover, great artwork, and all that stuff. He started his own record label and publishing company. I wanted to put the record out on my own. Uh, I ended up starting my own publishing company. There was a lot of business stuff that I didn't have a lot of knowledge of at the time. There was also another, as yet unreleased, electronic album you worked on. I got so consumed with making this other record, and the learning started with songs from the Imperial Garden, and then the learning just kept going. And finally, there was the reason a lot of things don't happen. I wasn't as focused as I should have been on getting it out. The good news is that when he finally did get the album out, it was timeless enough to sound every bit like it was recorded in 2020. Even as Songs from the Imperial Garden is now out, Lysha already has his fourth album ready. I actually started another record, which is an electronic record, which I mastered in 2018. So I'm sitting on another solo record. My plan is to get that out the beginning of next year, 2021, January of 2021. Or maybe in 2030. Yeah, ex exactly, right? That's, uh, that's what Immergluck, that's the Immergluck joke right there, so... While you wait for yet another stylistic shift, Greg Leischer's new solo album is Songs from the Imperial Garden. In the posting for this podcast, you'll find a link to Greg Leischer's album Songs from the Imperial Garden. Next week in the Echoes podcast, we celebrate the 50th anniversary of Kraftwerk, who released their first album on November 11th, 1970. I've got interviews with Kraftwerk's Ralph Hooter, Connie Plonk, Michael Roter, orchestral maneuvers in the dark, and many more talking about this truly iconic band. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and leave a review. I'm John DiLiberto. This has been the Echoes Podcast from PRX. See you next week, tonight on the radio, somewhere in the country, or at Echoes Online right now or whenever you want. <laughs>